Good morning. It's Thursday, June 6th, and you're listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, Trey Scott. Trey, what's good? 79 days until the season starts. I'm feeling pretty perky the college football gods keep dropping really good content into our laps, Connor. 79 is still a big number. It'll it'll get smaller. Hang hang with us and eventually, not too much longer till we get to the number of players that have transferred out of West Virginia's football program this offseason. Trade today we got news that the Mountaineers had their third safety enter the transfer portal in a span of 36 hours as redshirt sophomore E.J. Brown signaled his intentions to leave Morgantown. Trey, what on earth is going on with Neil Brown's program? So E.J. Brown's gone. Derek Pitts, projected starter at safety, announced earlier he was gone. And then, and then to begin all that, all big 12-er Kenny Robinson, we talked about this yesterday morning, he departed Tuesday. So... Look, yes, nine scholarship players, 15 total, have, have entered the transfer portal for West Virginia. You could chalk that up to new coach Purge. He's getting his own guys in there. I don't know if that's what's happening. Now, I don't know that's what's that's not. I don't know if that's not, not what's happening. But this is a little bit extreme to me. Something's got to be going on. I would love for somebody in Morgantown to let us know what the heck is going on. But West Virginia is teetering right now. This is a program that's been a top 25 consistent uh, force under Dana Holgerson most of his time in Morgantown. They went 8-4 a year year ago. They lose a ton, including quarterback Will Greer. I think the Mountaineers right now, this morning, are the number 8 or 9 team in the Big 12. I don't think they would be projected to make a bowl game right now. This is weird. Yeah, for for so long, uh, West Virginia has been a team that you could kind of put a peg in eight and four, or and every now and then they'll jump up and and threaten for a uh, Big Twelve title. And this is this is not what you want starting starting a new regime, and you know having severely depleted secondary depth is not going to be a great look uh, heading down the stretch of the Big Twelve season, and we're. We're at a point where, as you mentioned, eight and four a year ago, lose a lot. I, you're not that many things going against you from being in or near the cellar in a Big 12 where uh, most of the teams are trending in a positive direction right now. Right. And it's like they lost a four. They had already lost a four year starter in the secondary. They lost an, a linebacker early to the NFL draft. You can say you can get on the message board and say next man up. And that's fine. Maybe the guys who are up next are going to play along the level of a Pitts or a Brown. But it's, Connor, you mentioned the depth, especially in the Big 12. So now we've got guys who were third or fourth string who are going to be first or second. And that's going to kill you when you get to mid-October and November. That is going to crush you in the Big 12. West Virginia is in for a long first season with Neil Brown. So in, in, the, you know, in the micro, I am staunch supporter Transfer portal is good. Players should have freedom of movement between uh, programs. Uh, but I, does it get to a point where you look at a 
program that could be, and maybe West Virginia isn't quite at a catastrophic level, but tack a couple more outgoing transfers on here, and maybe you do get to that territory where, I mean, you could be facing situations where programs could be just absolutely decimated by transfers, and like a decade of methodical building and roster management kind of goes out the window with one bad offseason, and maybe that's fine. It's just not the way college football has been, and people are going to have feelings about that if, if that happens to somebody. Yeah, I mean, West Virginia is sneakily losing the offseason. You're right. It's probably not a decimation, but nine scholarships is a lot. I, I almost wonder if next – something's going to happen. There's going to be a correction. I'm not saying there's going to be a new rule, but college coaches and athletic directors are paid millions and millions of dollars to win games and figure these problems out. Someone's going to find a loophole. Someone's going to find something. Someone's going to find a carrot to dangle. You would imagine next offseason, you don't see nine scholarship players transferring. You don't see, can I segue us? You can segue. Okay, you don't see Chris Steele going from Florida to Oregon to USC, although he never enrolled at Oregon. He had just committed all in the span of three weeks. The former top 247 cornerback. Uh, It's the best kept secret in college, the worst kept secret in college football. He's going to be a Trojan. He's probably going to play this fall. He told the athletic on Wednesday, he expects to do that. Connor, anything else you want to unpack from Chris Steele? Um, just, uh, we, we kind of knew yesterday, but, uh, Greg Biggins, uh, reported it for us today about what, so what changed for him in such a short period of time. And, uh, Greg wrote, uh, one thing we heard is following his transfer from Florida and prior to his Oregon commitment, USC didn't have an open ride available for him. And now looks like a player committed and the 2019 class will not qualify academic academically, which freed up a spot for him. So nice, uh, Nice little get for Clay Helton and company to kind of help yeah. them, you know, ha- have another very talented player to build around and try to show some drastic improvement in 2019. And and a prelude to a fun, well, not fun at all, and uh, an offseason storyline that's kind of a bugaboo is the did he qualify, did he not? And we'll start to see each program probably have one or two guys curiously absent from the official roster until fall camp opens in August. So that's another summertime storylines we're about to throw into the mix. Oliver Martin, a former Army All-American, top 24-7 recruit, is transferring from Michigan. He was part of that absolutely stacked uh, Michigan wide receiver class in the class of 2017 with uh, Tariq Black and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Trey, what do we know about this situation? Well, it looks like Iowa, the Hawkeyes, are getting all the buzz here. He's from Iowa City. He grew up minutes down the street from there. In fact, we saw Oliver at the opening finals in 2016 and then in San Antonio at the Armory All-American Bowl. Oliver blew up, Connor. He went from like a two-star, three-star prospect to a four-star top 247 kid. So he kind of hits over his, his batting range. I don't know if I said any of that correctly, but you know, he gets to Michigan, right? Maybe maybe a school like Iowa or he was flirting with Wisconsin and Michigan State. Maybe that's going to be a better fit for him because you said it. He was part of a, an, a loaded and elite wide receiver group. He could never make any sort of separation there. I would bet he has a pretty good career, though, in Iowa City. Trey, Felipe Franks was drafted in the 31st round. That's the 947th pick in the 31st round of the 2019 MLB Amateur Draft. Um, So probably not high enough for that to be anything Florida fans are too worried about, right? Well, he said himself, he said, you know, I'm flattered, but I'm going to be a Florida Gator this fall. 
Did you know the Red Sox also chose former Gator Jeff Driscoll? I so, probably did know that at one point and have long ago forgotten it. Sure. So what's going to happen? Driscoll signs with, with the Red Sox because you're allowed to. The Franks. NCAA allows you to sign with a professional team if that's not really like the sport you're participating in college. So Franks would get a little extra coin with signing by signing with the Red Sox. He would forfeit any eligibility with the Florida baseball team, which is fine because he wasn't ever going to play baseball in college anyway. He has not played since his junior year of high school. Oh, he was wow. top 500 prospect per Baseball America. But maybe... Connor, the Red Sox now would have his rights for six years. Maybe if the NFL doesn't work out for the strong arm fleet, Franks will see him in a spring camp. What do they call it in baseball? Not spring camp. Uh, Spring training. Spring training? Yeah. Yeah. Pitchers and catchers. Yeah. We're learning a lot about baseball this week on the Morning Blitz. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny that we waited so long for like legitimate baseball players to be drafted, right? Jerry and Ely and Maurice Hampton, they don't get drafted and Philippe Franks gets drafted. So Felipe Franks. Uh, yes, it's Felipe. I'm yeah. sorry. I keep doing that. <laughs> Felipe Franks, uh, you know, was much maligned by Florida fans for quite a while as, you know, somebody they wanted to see benched. But and you look at you can look at some of his statistical production from last year, like yards per attempt. Not great. 7.6. That's not really what you want uh, toward in the bottom third and quarterback rating. But you look at 31 touchdowns combined passing and throwing and six interceptions. And that is just that is an awful lot of production in an offense that was kind of kind of felt like it was patched together with duct tape at times in Dan Mullins first year. Well, I love Dan Mullen. I mean, he's always going to figure it out at quarterback. And Felipe Franks, as a recruit, I remember hearing Barton Simmons say, this guy's got all the talent in the world. It's going to take him a few a few years to figure it out as far as a playbook and you know college and all that stuff. And it seems like he has. And now he's a baseball prospect, too. All right, Trey, that's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Friday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz.